Welcome. You're listening to Conversations, a Park Church podcast, and the production of Park First Congregational United Church of Christ in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Park Church is a community where everyone is welcome, where the diversity of God's creation is celebrated. Join us each week in conversation as we grow closer to God, to each other, and to our Christian faith. I'm in the dark. Well, I was at the time of writing this script, which was 7.30 a.m. on Tuesday, September 5th. On my cell phone keys, by the light of a dim window opening into the garden at Calvin Seminary, waiting for class to begin. But you see there was this power outage this morning in the neighborhood nearby, and so everything from traffic lights to household electricity to the lights, power, and Wi-Fi connect points at Calvin, all down. It's my first day of classes today, and I'm sitting in the dark. Our dog kept us up most of the night, fidgetier than usual, so I woke up grumpier than usual. It turned out to be an early-to-rise kind of day in the proper household, with a couple extra cups of coffee, a leisurely getting-ready process as I grumbled for classes, and then driving through a dark neighborhood and a darker campus. And so that brings us here, at least at time of writing, in the dark. Talk about your anticlimax. Anticlimax is one of the strangest feelings in life, especially for those of us who place a great deal of pressure on ourselves and our circumstances so that everything works out well, or at least the way we want it to. An anticlimax can be especially frustrating because it's not a victory, but it's not really a defeat either. It just is. A culmination that we don't usually expect, but we're left to deal with the consequences of anyway. None of us are the saints and Buddhas of old. We don't, so far as I can tell, possess extraordinary, undefeatable powers of patience and persistence. For all the personal reflection we might do, thinking and talking about self-improvement, living the ideal life, striving to be our best selves, put most of us in a traffic jam, or a dark, empty classroom for that matter, And we may soon find that our inner Christs, our inner Buddhas, the better angels of our nature, vanish, and we're left with our own impatience or irritation or anxiousness. Welcome to humanity. Please keep your arms and legs inside the ride at all times. The ebb and flow of life, the idea that life can alternate unexpectedly from thrilling to disappointing, or from unexpected to routine, comes with the territory of living at all. If that sounds like a cliché... Well, it is of sorts, although familiarity doesn't necessarily make a thing less true. The challenge seems to arise from the fact that we can aspire to be self-aware, to let life rise and fall off our backs graciously with little stress, worry, disappointment, or anger. But when we're actually called to the mat, things come a little tougher. It's hard to practice what we preach, especially when it comes to life's minor irritations, which can creep in and unexpectedly impact our mood without our direct awareness. Other people may notice our shifts in attitude before we do ourselves. It's much easier to see that which is mirrored back to us. It's also much easier to identify when we feel others aren't living up to our own standards, which is perhaps why Jesus said to remove the plank from our own eye before taking on the speck in our neighbors. After all, the process of growth is lifelong. So ideally, by the time we reach the state we've strived for, it's likely our neighbor will have already dealt with his spec too. But the point of today isn't merely to address irritances. 
It's to talk about a fundamental attitude shift that our tradition calls us to. In this coming week's scriptures, in the book of Romans, St. Paul charges, that is, commands the church to live in a certain way. The language he uses here is eloquent, if a bit vague. He says, Let us live honorably as in the day, not in reveling, drunkenness, debauchery, quarreling, or jealousy. Let's set aside the second half for just a moment. Let us live honorably as in the day. Darkness has a way of bringing out the worst in us, thinking, as we do, that our worst behaviors are concealed under layers of masks, little white lies, and socialized behaviors that help us hide our worst attitudes. This is a pretty fundamentally human thing. And it's also pretty human, that is, typical, for us to find those concealing layers peeling back a little when things don't go our way. When life takes a sudden turn into stress or disappointment or anticlimax, it's easy to react with vitriol because we can justify our anger by our circumstances. After all, we say, we aren't normally like that. It's just things are so tough right now. We don't like to be this way, but the situation called for it. And maybe that's true, at least some of the time. But other times, I suspect we fool ourselves into thinking we're more innocent than we actually are. Which is why St. Paul reminds us to behave in the dark how we would in the light. When no one's looking, or when we think we have an excuse to the contrary, that's when we often bare our teeth, sitting grumbling in the dark because the morning didn't go our way, for instance. Instead, our tradition would push us toward patience, toward virtue, toward love, to cultivate a mental attitude toward the world that doesn't resent circumstances for happening unexpectedly, but instead acknowledges that more than likely life isn't always going to be our way, and that's okay. So for the time being, we may sit in the dark. Life may throw unexpected challenges our way. But our prayer for all of us this week at Park is that we should never use tough times as justification for malice or misbehavior. Instead, let us strive to live as if we're always in the light, so that one day we actually will be. Amen. This has been Conversations, a Park Church podcast. Tune in each week for brief, meaningful study that brings us closer to God, to each other, and to our Christian faith. Join Park Church for Worship on Sunday mornings in downtown Grand Rapids at 10.30 a.m. and for adult study throughout the year as announced. Blessings to you, and we hope you'll join us again soon.